Every year in the NFL, it's a new team. As far as goals go, we have one. Putting a ring on our finger. Welcome to the Buccaneers Observer Podcast. This is Ralph Phillips. I'm Molly Bay. Today is June 28th, better known as Ultrasound Day. Yay! Second ultrasound we've had. Yes. Got a blood test done to see if whether it's going to be a boy or a girl. Yeah, they can do that now. It's crazy. At like eight weeks or something. Ten weeks. Ten weeks, and we are at 15. 13? 13. I don't know. I mean, dude, I don't <laughs> I pay know. attention to this I stuff. <laughs> Y'all don't know. You're just like, I don't know. Call me when you're in labor. <laughs> no, call me when the baby's done. <laughs> when I can play catch with it. All right. <laughs> All right. We've got a big show for you today. A lot of stuff to cover. Oh, my gosh. It's been so long since we did a podcast. Yeah, it's your fault. Mostly, yeah. Molly's tired all the time. Oh, okay. I was just blaming it on you, but yeah. if you'll take the blame, then right. go ahead. Yeah, I'm cool. It's my bad. Yeah, we got uh, news with uh, Gronkowski. We haven't covered it. And, oh, my gosh. Uh, we got some some news around the league. And also, I'm going to talk about last, last season. Ralph did a thing. We so. love living in the past here. Well, you know, most, most sports people live in the future. That's true. They're yeah. always talking about what they think is going to happen. Yeah. Not us, man. <laughs> we talk about what happened. <laughs> oh, well, if you're not aware, which everybody has covered this by now, every which way to Sunday, Rob Gronkowski put out a statement saying that he is retiring from the NFL and he will not play with the Buccaneers for the 2022 season. It shocked me. I yeah, really me thought he was coming back. I did too. Or at least like he'd, you know, play coy until preseason, mm-hmm. basically. Yeah. So now I just feel like we're kind of in a lurch at tight end. Like this is a problem. Yeah, we've only got one tight end that's caught any NFL passes, and that's Cameron Bright. Yeah. We got the two rookies that we drafted that we picked up. Cade Otten. Cade Otten and Kokeeft. Kokeeft. It's a cool name. Kokeeft. Uh, one of them, I think Co. He looks like a leprechaun. We got mm-hmm. another one. Yeah. He'll fit in good with Grant right. Stewart and and uh Jensen. Jensen. Yeah. Yeah, we've so, got we've got uh, six six tight ends on the roster right what? now. Cameron Bray, Kate Oten, Coke Cody McElroy, Ben Beasy, and JJ Howland. Four okay. of them are rookies. Uh, Cody McElroy was on practice squad a lot of last year, and I think he may have moved up a couple times. Um, he was okay. Mm-hmm. He was all right. I'm I'm a big Cam Brait fan. I've always liked Cam Brait. I think he's solid. Yeah, he doesn't get the credit he deserves. No. Especially in the red zone, man. He's top notch. Mm-hmm. Always reliable in the red zone. Uh, is he a tight end number one? You know, when you go from Gronk, it's hard to it's hard to make that assertion. Yeah. That he's a tight end number one. But um you know, when it was between him and OJ, I was on the Cam Brate train the whole mm-hmm. time. Well, you just did not like OJ Howard. No, and I mean at the Bills. Yeah, justifiably, I think. Yeah. 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 Uh so 
I I don't know what the hell they're going to do there. I don't know. It makes me a little nervous. Yeah. Well, you know, it, it, I'm like you. It, it really did shock me. I thought for sure he was coming back. And, you know, I mean, there's there's people out there saying that he's just he's pulling a Tom Brady. He's just going to say he's retired and then come they back. They can't both do that. Come on, guys. <laughs> Stop it. Well, you know, it, that doesn't make any sense to me because there's no reason for him to do that. You know, Brady was under contract. Gronkowski's not under contract. So it's not like he's got to say I'm retiring in order to skip. Uh, practice. Yeah, he's a free agent. Yeah, he's he a free can do agent. Do what he wants. And I'll say this: I don't. He didn't seem like he had really enjoyed playing last year. Mm. Uh, he, you know, he got beat up a lot. He always does. He's just a big guy, and it, 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 you know, he doesn't go down easy. And he takes some shots. And normally, you know, it takes two, three, four guys to drag him down. And it just seemed like last year he just didn't have that. The fun and excitement you see him usually he's dancing on the sidelines and goofing off and he just didn't you know he would score do a spike and then go sit down on the bench this that's kind of what happened to him at new england mm-hmm. he got sick of getting injured yeah 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 i think injuries are a big part of the reason why he doesn't want to play anymore Can't and you know he him. took those he took some big shots last year in that uh, saints game yeah yeah what about the Rams? Rams Didn't game. the Rams Was beat it the Rams him up game too? Or game? I can't remember, but yeah, he had the rib shots, and mm-hmm. he just—I mean, he—he's gotten injured a lot, but his injuries are like serious. Like they rebuild his arm. Like he's got that freaking <laughs> robot arm. Uh, back surgery. Like he's had three back surgeries. Mm-hmm. You know, to me, I'm like, yeah. One's enough for me. I know. I I quit. Like Peyton's neck. Like Peyton coming back (laughs) after neck surgery. (laughs) That was scary, man. Well, well, you know, you got JPP with a broke neck, you know. So Yeah. Yeah. Freak though. So Yeah, I I don't think Gronkowski's gonna come back. Just seems like he's just over it. Done. You know, he's he's made plenty of money. He's he's broken plenty of records. Uh, and he's yeah, he seems one of the to, best tight ends to do it. I mean, the he's the first ballot Hall of Famer. Yeah. yeah, I mean, he holds like four big records: like most touchdowns in a season, most touchdowns in a game, most touchdowns in the postseason, most touchdowns in Super Bowls, stuff like that. He's just got ridiculous stats. And he's you know he's been playing for what eleven years? That's long enough. Yeah, that's long enough. Yeah. I think so. And you play with Tom Brady and you have all these opportunities to break records. How many touchdown, I mean, um, Super Bowl rings does he have? Probably four. I think think he's got four. Yeah. At least three. (laughs) Like, how many people can say that? Very few. Very few. How many teams can say that? Yeah. (laughs) Very few. He's got more than a lot of teams. So, he's had a great career. Yeah, it does suck as a fan. He is fun to watch. He's so much fun. Absolutely, and it's hard. It's hard because you know he is impossible to take down. He's so physical, but he just he's fun. He does like he loves life, and he's an entertainer. This is entertainment. (laughs) (laughs) That's that's my favorite classic Gronk. I love dinosaurs. 
And that the context of that is that they r- named a rhinoceros after him at the zoo. And yeah, he's going zoo. on about how rhinoceroses are kind of like dinosaurs. And he's like, I love dinosaurs. So. And that's just yeah. so gronk. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like a kid. I love dinosaurs. Man. He probably wears dinosaur footy pajamas. He probably does. Yeah. Yes. So, bummer. Yeah, it really is. You know, it's because I went through and I've rewatched all the games from last year. And we'll get into all that. But one of the big things that was immediate, that was a huge takeaway, is how much we've relied on Gronkowski. You know, he, besides his blocking, you know, which is it's probably the best blocking tight end in the league. I could say that because I haven't watched all the tight ends. But all the tight ends I have watched, he's the best of all of them. And but we just, you know, we just used him so much in the passing game too. You know, I mean, he had quite a few games where he was over a hundred yards, multiple touchdowns. You know, you're like, oh man, and that's with Mike Evans, Antonio Brown, Godwin. You know, I know. If you could get a hundred yards receiving with those three on the roster, good lord! I know, and he's such a huge weapon, and he is somebody that the defense has to account for. Yeah, so it does it spreads them so thin. Mm-hmm. Yes, I you know, I'd, I'd love to think he's you know just hanging out and not you know just put this out because he doesn't want to play or doesn't want to practice. But I think he's done. I think, you know, he was like, give it some time, think about it. Brady probably told him, said, give it some time, think about it, get the partying out of your system. And he's just like, man, I just don't want to do it anymore. It hurts. It ain't worth it. His agent, Drew Rosenhaus, said he thinks he's going to come back. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Like probably like midway through the season. That's hmm. what he said. That's the good thing about it is he could come back at any point and just fit right in. Mm-hmm. You know, he doesn't need the practice. He doesn't need he. De- I don't even think he knows the playbooks, right? I mean, he, <laughs> he said Gronk catch ball. Yeah, he <laughs> Gronk said block. <laughs> many a times that you know he lets Brady do all the yeah. the thinking, and Brady just tells him what to do, and he gets up to the line. <laughs> and you can see it a couple times. You know, Brady will yell at him or tell him to go over here or there or whatever. Brady gave him a lot of instructions at the line of scrimmage. Mm-hmm. So it wouldn't surprise me. You know, he's just, you know, cronk catch ball, cronk like dinosaurs. Right. And what is so useful about a player like him, you know, or what's good about training camp and um, practice is that you're building rapport with your teammates and your quarterback when you're in a receiving position. Gronk doesn't need that. Not at all. So, yeah. I mean, he can just. Like riding a bike, just step right back in. Mm-hmm. So that's interesting. I didn't know about Drew Rosenhaus. That's uh, that kind of makes me. I don't know, man. I just, I just don't see it. I don't see. I it. don't know. I mean, we were when Tom Brady retired. I don't know. Am I rewriting history here? <laughs> now I feel like I was like, oh, I don't feel like he's retired. Is he really? No, nah, we weren't like that at all. We no, wait a minute. Bummed. No, I think I think we were because I was like, you know, he, he did it right after the season and, yeah. you know, he's emotionally. So maybe he'll come back. I think we were like that. Yeah. Okay. I know, so I now, thinking, like, we're sure about this. And he's done. I don't know. I know. Y'all go fact check us. <laughs> <laughs> we're just rewriting history here to make us look good. 
Now, Gronkowski did miss the whole 2019 season because he retired, right? Yeah. And then came back and won us a Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Like, he was rested. That's kind of what I feel like. He needs some recovery time, some recoup time. I mean, it's just incredible to me that he could take a whole season off, come back, and still play the way that he did. Yes. Yeah. I mean, he's just incredible. Yeah, he had seven touchdowns, 623 yards in 2020 when he came back to play with us, play with Tom, won the Super Bowl. So, you know, that's you know, something to think about. <laughs> you know, it just, I don't know, I don't know. But well, here's the thing. You know, the we got rid of, or we didn't re-sign Sue, and we, we ended up getting Akeem Hicks to kind of replace him. Now, one of the reasons why I was thinking we did that is because we needed the money for Gronkowski. You know, we only had like $10 million, and that's about what, you know, Sue cost. Well, now we don't have to worry about Gronkowski. Are we going to go and get Sue back? I don't think so. He tweeted, or I think he might have said in an interview, like, bucks are probably not going to happen. Yeah, he did say that. So he said it looked like they're moving on. Mm-hmm. But, you know, anything could happen. I mean, we've got we've got like twelve million in the cap. So you know, we, we got enough for a good player. You know, a good veteran. I saw I think I saw where we were looking at Jimmy Graham. I wonder if that was just speculation. Yeah, he's been I know. Out I'm just like, ugh, no, please. He hasn't played for like two years, right? Don't I don't recall. Was it, who, who was he with last? Bears. Was it Seattle. Oh, the Bears. No, he's still. You know, okay. Oh, uh, yeah, he's a free agent, and yeah, yeah he played I with Chicago being, last year. Yeah, he's being named as like a potential replacement. Yeah. I don't I'm like, know. No, no, thank you. I just he was always injury prone in his prime. Yes, he was. He's not. Honestly, yeah he 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 he's never played a full sixteen game season. I know, isn't that crazy? He's been yeah. in the league like fifteen years. Eleven. I don't know. Same with Gronkowski. Yeah. 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 Uh, so, not yeah. interested. Thank you. I mean, who knows? One of these ty- rookie tight ends we got could pop off. They could be, you know, mm-hmm. go crazy. Yeah. You never know. And and like I said, you know. 60, 70% of our tight end's responsibility is blocking. So that's what we're going to be looking for, somebody that can block. Big guy, you know, a body that can get in the way. Yeah, there's one of, I want to say it's Co. Keeft is, like, built like a lineman. Like, he's huge. He just looked, even at the podium, he just looked like a lineman. So, I mean, we'll see. They're having training camp July twenty seventh. Yeah, Coke Keeft is six foot five, two hundred and sixty five pounds. Yeah, he's solid. That's what's listed. Two hundred I'm sorry, how how much? Two hundred and sixty five. What? Yeah, that's pretty big. That's Kate big Oten one. is same height, but he's two hundred and forty seven pounds, so he's twenty pounds lighter. Wow. So, you know, tight end situation kind of up up in the air right now. Uh, Cameron Braid, is he a number one tight end? Yeah, I think he is. Sure. You know, I mean, he's not going to be Gronkowski, no. But no one's going to be Gronkowski. Right. That's the problem. We, we've had Cameron Braid start many a times, 
and uh, he's always pulled through. Yeah. yeah, he's a, he's he's an underrated. He's a blue collar player, although he did go to an Ivy League school. <laughs> Went to Harvard. You didn't know that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we've got a Harvard and a Yale on our team, right? Who's who's from Yale? Oh, uh, one of the guys we got. Um, man, really catch me with this. Wilson, no, that was I was going to say uh, Fitzpatrick was Yale, but he was Harvard. It, it, well, I right swear now. it's one of the guys we drafted. Man. Was it the punter? Pinion? Camarda? No, we cut Pinion. Yeah, I know. I was getting ready to talk about that. Okay. Yeah. So that was another one that we lost. Everyone kind of saw that one coming. Pinion. Punter was from cut. Georgia. Georgia. Okay. Um. He was set to make like $3 million, $4 million. And so we got all that back. It was not dead money by cutting Pinion, thankfully. And we had drafted that guy in the fourth round, Jake Camarda. So we're going with Jake, I guess. Well, Pinion uh, was J.J. Hallen, tight end. He's from Yale. Oh, so we, yes. I didn't know we drafted another. So we drafted three tight ends? He must have known Gronk was not coming back. I don't know. It's good. Good. Uh, question? Yes. <laughs> good <Nothing>. question. <laughs> I, got two, I got five things going on here. <laughs> so Pinion, yeah, he really screwed himself. And we knew he was gone after that division game against the Rams. Uh, you know, in that game... I will say this till I'm blue in the face. Uh, we lost that game. They didn't beat us. And, and I, I don't want to take it away from the Rams. They played a good game. They played pretty decent mistake-free. their feelings. But they did not beat us. That was not a beatdown. That was not them going out there and outperforming us. They just didn't screw up as much as we did. We shot ourselves in the foot. I counted, what, 22, 23 unforced errors on our part. They had Three, four, uh, two of them were huge, and they were both pinion when he kicked the ball out of bounds on the kickoffs mm-hmm. twice. So that's a forty-yard. Pe- they start yes. on the forty-yard line. Was yeah. a fifteen-yard penalty really? Uh, uh, but yeah, I mean that's huge. You know, when you're playing a game like that, you can't make two huge mistakes. No, twice. And, yeah, I was like the right on the wall. He's gone. Yeah, you know, I think we even talked about it after. The game that was the last kick pinion will ever do for us. So they got rid of him. You know, they drafted his replacement. So we'll see how specialists are so hard. See, I still remember Connor Barth, who I like loved in the 2009, 2010 era. And he got hurt and we just like cut it. You know, it was kind of a a welcome to the NFL fandom Mm -hmm. where you have these specialists, the punter, the kicker. And you like them, and then they just get cut, and they're gone. Yes. They're, it's a cutthroat position. It, it really is. And the unicorns are the ones that stay with teams for any length of time. Yeah. You know, you've yeah. got the uh, Vinatieri's. Mm-hmm. You know, He's but still he, in the league, isn't he? No, he retired. Like a year or two. Yeah, I want to say yeah. last year. <laughs> but, you know, he was with two teams for a long time, mm-hmm. uh, Colts and the Patriots. But Funny with the Titans, too. Uh, uh, Matt Bryant, 
Mm-hmm. You know, he's he's been with Atlanta forever. Yeah. Or was. Uh, Danikowski. Yeah, Danikowski with the yeah. <laughs> Raiders. But really, that's about it, man. Oh, yeah. I mean, when it comes to kickers and punters, you know, we they, they get churned out every year. Yeah. And it's the so NFL weird. has no patience. No. For it. No. It's so weird because they'll, you know, a punter or a kicker would just do horrible at, like, say, Chicago. And so they'll cut him. And then, like, Arizona will pick him up. And you're like, why? What, what is it? What is it? It's just like a merry-go-round, you know? Mm-hmm. And, they, and then he'll do good at Arizona until he doesn't. And then they'll cut him and he'll go somewhere else and he'll do good there for a while. <laughs> and then, he won't, then he'll have some screwed up games. They'll cut him. It just, it's a weird thing. It seems mm-hmm. like you would go, wait a minute, if he's not good there, why do we think he's going to be good here? But it seems to work with the special teams guys. It's like they just need a new environment or something. I think mm-hmm. so much of it is mental and nerves. Yeah, yeah. You know, because their, their craft, it's so, it's just based on muscle memory. I mean, not mm-hmm. just, yeah. but a lot yeah. of it is muscle memory. I mean, yeah. they're making these kicks hundreds of times. And Very precise. You know, it's like mm-hmm. golf. You know, just a little tweak here and there can really screw up your game. And if your brain ain't in it mm-hmm. and you're off just a little bit. You're going to have devastating consequences. Yeah. So we will see how Jake does. Uh, I'm not a big fan of the drafting these positions. <laughs> I don't like, I don't know well, if like a guayo I have. like. <laughs> yeah. At least he didn't get him in the second round. <laughs> what was he? He was like a fourth or fifth rounder, wasn't he? No. Yeah, he was a fourth rounder. Fourth round. Mm-hmm, for a punter. I'm just like, oh, I don't love that. Light rolling dice again. I know. Let's do this. Well, I think we're more forgiving at this point. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he could draft all. He could have a whole punter draft and everybody would be like, oh, okay. We'll give him a year or so. It's a kicker year. It's a kicker year. Yeah. So, you know, two two mainstays from our team are gone. Actually, if you round it all up, we've lost quite a bit, of, quite a few guys this year. Uh, and some key players, JPP, Sue, Gronkowski, Kappa, uh, what's his face? Left guard. Marpet. Marpet. Uh, you could say Antonio Brown if you want to. Um, Whitehead. Wow. You're yeah. right. I don't love this. But you know what? It's, it, it's bittersweet because... Every year you kind of go through this churn and Buccaneers fans, we've experienced this churn probably more than most because oh, yeah. of, yeah. you know, new coaching staffs every mm. two years. So you always get where they got to bring in their guys mm-hmm. and you're losing half the team. We got spoiled in 2020 because we didn't lose anybody. We won mm-hmm. the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. You know, we had this incredible transformation of the team. Won the Super Bowl, didn't lose anybody. So we had the same team for two years, second year. Did not go the way that we wanted it to. So I think the norm is the churn. Yes. And yeah. we just, that one year. Mm-hmm. Got we, spoiled with it. We got spoiled. So. Yeah. Uh, we also lost uh, O.J. Howard and Ronald Jones. Oh, yes. Yeah. So, you know. We, I, that is a lot of people. Yeah. Some guys that have been on our team for quite a few, mm-hmm. quite a while. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Normally, I think it's between 30 and 40% of teams 
churn every year. You know, that's about average, about 30, between 30 and 40 percent, you know, and every starters, anyhow. So we're probably at about that right now. Well, at 30, 40 percent of your starters, that's three, four on the offense, three, four on the defense, mm-hmm. three, four special teams. Sure. Would you consider that? <laughs> no. Starters. <laughs> well, we did lose Whitehead on special when he was done on special teams. Yeah, he's all right. He's all right. Uh, so, but we, you know, we did keep some guys. We kept kept a lot of the guys that we needed to keep: uh, Will Golston, Chris Godwin, mm-hmm. uh, Carlton Davis, Ryan Jensen, Fournette, Josh Wells. <laughs> Got to keep him. <laughs> Well, and I think that we made some upgrades and, you know, we brought some additions. And so can't hurt. Yeah. Uh, you particularly, know, I'm thinking of Logan Hall. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I like that veteran presence in the backfield. Logan Ryan. Uh, uh, that's what I meant. I, I'm excited about uh, Shaq Mason. Yeah. Just a, just Not a, to say that he's like an upgrade over Kappa, but... No, no, I think he is. You, you think know, I mean, so? I, okay. Yeah, I, well, I said it. that. All right. You know, I said that cool. uh, at the ending of last year and probably throughout the year. Yeah. Kappa was the weak link on our offensive line. Mm-hmm. Now, he wasn't horrible, but he was the weakest link. I loved Kappa because. You're tough. Hit, tough. Broke his arm. Yeah. yeah. Trying to get back on the field. Broke his ankle. Like, could not stand. On the ankle. Mm-hmm. And he's trying to go back in. Yeah. Like he was about to go in there with the peg leg, mm-hmm. guys. Yeah. Know. And he was, he was, had a little bit of that Jensen attitude where, you know, mm-hmm. I mean, he would, he would pancake you. He'd drive you down. He'd, he'd get up in your face after the play. Uh, so I, I'm excited to see Shaq Mason. What the, the little bit of film I've watched on him, he's very, very solid, but he's very fast too. I mean, he's kind of a squat guy, you know, kind of, Oh, really? he's, he's not as tall and big as Kappa was. Uh, kind of more stout. Interesting. More like more pet, I guess. But uh, he's very, very solid. I mean, he did he did get beat, and he was great in the uh, run game and with pulling, which was very surprising. He did not look like he had any speed, but he he could get out there and lay some pretty good blocks on guys. And he's space. one of Tom Brady's guys. Yeah, yeah. He's played with Tom Brady before. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I'm excited about that. Akeem Hicks, I don't really know. I, I really don't. I mean, the Bears fans loved him. You know, they he, they say he brought a lot of passion to the team. So, you know, I think we got him to replace both JPP and Sue. Uh, you I know, think that's a great theory. Yeah. I think that's the thing that makes the most sense. Yeah, because, you know, JPP brought the oomph. You know, I mean, he terrified everybody, <laughs> you know, on the opposing team the and on our team and the coaching staff. <laughs> uh, he was he was just a monster out there yeah. and in the locker room. And I think, uh, you know, Akeem Hicks is going to bring a little bit of that. Uh, but we, you know, th- they did say, I can't remember who, which, which podcast it was. And I, uh, I hate this. Uh, anyhow, sorry, guys, can't give you credit for it. But they they played a clip of a Bruce Arians like right after the season, 
you know, back when they were still doing press conferences. And he was talking about we need more speed up the middle on defense. And I was like, well, there it is. That's why we're not getting Sue. Mm-hmm. I mean, Sue, Sue's not slow for as big as he is. Mm-mm. But, you know, he's not known for <laughs> being fast. I mean, he'll chase you down. Mm-hmm. But he's more of a run stuffer. Yeah, yeah. He's more of a powerhouse, man. Yeah. And so, you know, Akeem Hicks, I think, you know, we're trying to get more speed up the middle, more pressure on the quarterback. That's what Bowles loves. And we also needed to replace that locker room presence of JPP. So I I think Akeem Hicks. And plus, you know, he's cheaper unless we go to the Super Bowl and then he's going to be, you know, like $8 million, $10 something like that. But then it's okay. You're like, all right, we'll pay you if we're going to take us to the Super Bowl. Well, and he's got to play a full season, right? And that part right. of his. Yeah. I I will be interested to see what kind of compliment he is to Vita. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's see, that's you another know? thing. Vita and Sue just had such a great relationship. I know. It's sad. Yeah, and they worked together so well. And it probably one of my favorite football moments was <laughs> when uh, Sue. Uh, tackled, I want to say it was Drew Brees by the ankle, or I he think missed it. Was Stafford, it. In Stafford, Detroit, in Detroit. Mm-hmm. Can't remember who it was. It was a dome. But he he like barely got hold of his foot, and then somebody like tack- he was going down, and somebody tackled him, and Sue wasn't going to get credit for the tackle <laughs> for the sack, and Vita's standing over top of him while Sue's laying on the ground, and Vita's just cracking up. <laughs> And Sue, like, like, rolled over on his back. They were both laughing. <laughs> Vita was, like, pointing and laughing. Yeah, he was and, like, pointing at him and laughing. <laughs> and Vita nicknamed Sue Big Girl, uh-huh. like, the first day of training camp when Which Sue first got there. I don't know. I would love to know the origin of that nickname. Oh, no. We'll and never so know. You could, you could hear him all the time calling him Big Girl. Big Girl. Come here, Big Girl. I think everybody ended up calling Sue <laughs> that. <laughs> <laughs> but... But Vita never really sat with Sue on the bench. You know, Sue had his spot down at the end on the, the right-hand side if, as you're facing the field. And he had that throne sitting down there, and he always had a gaggle of people sitting around him. Well, Golston being the number one, you know, Golston was like his right-hand man there. Vita always sat further down the thing. You know, it was like they didn't sit together. But they, they seem to have a really good relationship. And it's going to be interesting to see if Akeem Hicks. Now, who I think is going to have a great relationship with him is Nacho. Because Nacho is the shit talker out there. And Nacho just has a lot of fun. And Akeem Hicks seems to be that, that way. Mm. You know, the clips I've seen of him on, like, Mic'd Up, he's a huge shit talker. <laughs> so, you know. I love that. And everybody said that uh, Nacho's like that. You know, yeah. he's very. Uh, and. Uh, Kevin Minter is like supposedly the wasn't he the what the the one everybody voted is the nicest on defense or the, like they like him the best like yeah. who's the top people did we resign him no we have uh, not yet but he might come like right before training camp. yeah yeah because we got all this extra cash mm-hmm. we got some cash right now that yeah if Gronkowski's not coming back and they're pretty sure of it we could spend this money yeah yeah they were saving it for him. So it's going to be interesting, going to be interesting. So we've got JPP, Sue Gronkowski, Richard Sherman. He's he's not coming back. He's going to Amazon, right? Mm-hmm. He's going to be. Speaking of which, uh, 
Akeem Tlaib is going to Amazon, too. Man, they are just sucking up everybody. And Fitzpatrick. Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. Uh, but, yeah, Kevin Minter, uh, he's still unsigned. Steve McClendon, he's probably not coming back. Uh, Andrew Adams, he's okay. still unsigned, which mm-hmm. kind of, you know. Yeah, he's there. one of those bubble guys. I'm like, oh, I don't know. Yeah. Like, we signed Logan Ryan, so I don't Yeah. Uh, Italy Avion Bell. Yeah, we only had him for a while. Uh, he's going to have a boxing career. That's right. Him and mm-hmm. uh, Adrian Peterson are going to do fight. Adrian Peterson, yes, really? Adrian Peterson. and I'm not going to say what be... I want to say about that one. <laughs> She's going to beat him like his kid. <laughs> uh, Is that what you were going to say? Something like that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're supposed to fight uh, here soon, like July. Are they going to fight each other? Yeah. Are they even in the same weight class? I don't know. Like, Adrian Peterson's just such a solid. He just seems big. He's he, Yeah. He's a thick boy. And Le'Veon Bell just doesn't seem. Yeah, July. They're going to fight on ESPN. And. Uh, Is it for charity? Of course. <laughs> it's an exhibition. Slated July 30. Crypto.com oh. <laughs> is sponsoring it. Okay, they're Which sponsoring they're, all these. They're sponsoring, yeah, the, all the UFC, everything. It's like, man, you know, they must have done their budget, their marketing budget way in advance because the way crypto has crashed. Mm-hmm. You know, they're probably sitting there going, oh, that was a big mistake. <laughs> so let me see. It's a... Uh, He's going to, apparently him and Frank Gore? What? Yeah, he just Yeah, Frank Gore and Daron Williams did a match in December. Oh. At the the undercard of the Jake Paul Tyron Woodley match. Huh. I don't remember that. Me neither. That's crazy. So, yeah, that'll be interesting. Oh, they don't have a date. No, July 30th. Okay. Yeah. So we'll get well, to see. Okay. We'll keep an eye on that. <laughs> It'll be fun. <laughs> Adrian Peterson's going to go in there, bring a belt or a stick, and just start beating on him. Stop. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Terrible. Uh, yeah. I Terrible. wouldn't fight Adrian Peterson. I mean, they, he's a machine, man. Yeah. You know, they, he, he he's like in Rocky, was it Rocky <laughs> Four? You know, he's a machine. You know, there's something different about getting punched in the face and like getting hit on a field. Get right? your knees blown right. out. And, yeah. yeah. I don't know. I don't know either. All right. So I watched the whole season again. And there's some really fascinating stuff from it. Uh, one thing is... Again, talk about being spoiled. I just do not remember how much we whooped so many teams' butts. I mean, we dominated so many teams last year. Uh, it is it, strange how fast we be- became accustomed to winning. <laughs> I know. I mean, like like 70% of our games, we scored over 30 points. 
like three years ago, guys, we were like seven and nine, and yeah, you right, know, right. four years ago, I think. Right. Not even sniffing the playoffs. Yeah, yeah. But uh, the Dallas game, it starts off, you know, that one I really expected us to just manhandle them. That was a closer game than it should have been, I think. Uh, but then the Falcons, both times we played them, just destroyed them. So, I mean, scored 48 points on them the second mm. in week two. Yeah, sounds about right. <laughs> uh, then the Rams, they beat us, of course. Uh, the Patriots, we beat them. You know, it wasn't much of a issue there. Mm-hmm. Uh, then the Dolphins, we just curb stomped them. Uh, the Eagles curb stomped them. Bears curb stomped them. Then the Saints. Them jerks. You know, they just... Uh, but then, let me see the Redskins. They ended up beating us. That was a fluke. Mm-hmm. Uh, then the Giants curb stomped them. The Colts. Uh, we did a really good job with the Colts. I mean, they played a good game. Very yeah, solid. Yeah, that was a tough. That was a good game, but yeah. it was tough. Right. But we 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 did a really good job of shutting down uh, what's it, Jonathan? Howard. Yeah, Jonathan Howard. No. But he's the still. Back? Oh, yeah. Is that who you're talking about? Is that his name? His name Howard, is it? I don't remember. I think so. Huh. That's going <laughs> to freak me out. Okay, hold on. I'll look it up. Taylor. Jonathan Taylor. Taylor. Okay. It's like Howard. That's, <laughs> he used to play for the Bears. Okay, so, you know, we, we beat them. Then we played the Falcons again. Just stomped them. I mean, we curb stomped so many teams. And I, it's not like, you know, we beat them by... You know, a touchdown. We were beating these people by 20 points. Yeah. You know? uh, then the Bills, you know, that was a close one. Went in overtime. A beautiful game. That was a really an awesome game. And then the Saints again, 0-9. 0-9. Shutout. We, here we are. We're scoring 35 points a game, like on average. I think it was, at that point, I think it was like 32 points a game average. Then we go in there and get shut out by the Saints. What? What is it with them? Yeah, out of nowhere, too. It wasn't that. It was like, was that a Thursday night game? Uh, yeah, I think Sunday. it was a Halloween game. No, no, no. It was December 19th. No. Sunday yeah. night game. Sunday yeah. night game. Yeah. Prime time. Yep. So th- then we go and we play the Panthers. Oh, my God. Just beat up on them. That was an embarrassment. Both times we played them, they're a bad team. <laughs> and they really are. And they didn't do anything this year. To, I don't know what they're thinking. I, I really, they, the way they're acting, they think they're set, you know, and they're a bad, bad team. I just wonder if the owner is like betting against the team. <laughs> well, you know, that's how he made his money. You I know? don't know. Hedge fund manager, shorting company. Yeah. Is he shorting the Panthers? Wow. That's a good thing. <laughs> uh, then we played the Jets. It was a closer game. And the Jets, again, I'm going to say this. Jets are a good team. You know, they, they started off rough. But by the time we were playing them, that game they played against, I was really, really impressed watching them. Listen, and that division is like wide open. Yeah. I mean, the Bills, but they don't have it wrapped up necessarily. Yeah, I don't think so either. You know, uh, Miami looks like they're really trying to be something there. Mm-hmm. And uh, the uh, the Jets, I think, are a very, 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 very solid team. I don't know. I'm the only one I hear saying that. Matter of fact, most everybody I see has had the Jets down at like 32. And I know. I'm just like, I don't yeah. get it. I mean, 
I watched. I was just very impressed with how good they played. Well, you know, it's easy to say, "Oh, hey, I think the Jets are going to suck next season." Yeah, because like yeah. they've sucked for a long time. Quite a few teams you could do that with. Yeah, Browns. you're going out on a limb. <laughs> I know uh, you though, sir, are going out on a limb here. I don't know. Just it, it, you know, watching them, they. You know, they just didn't make mistakes. And that's what I look at. I look at teams that make mistakes. I mean, you get these guys, you get teams that have star players on them, and, man, they could do some stuff, but they make a lot of mistakes. You know, but then they overcome it while having these great athletes on their, their team and stuff. Uh, but the Jets, man, they just very solid, very disciplined. You know, and they did a lot of uh, tricky stuff, but not silly tricky. Mm-hmm. And you know, it was kind of needed because they don't have the talent. I always feel like you do that. If you don't have the talent, you got to go a little tricky. Uh, and they just very, very good team. Uh, but we ended up beating them. And then we played the Panthers again. So it's curb stomped them. 41 points. You know, uh, 32 points first time we played them. 41 points the second time. They're a bad team. Just bad. I can't. I can't say it enough. Makes I me would, feel good to say it too. I know. I would love to go see us whoop up on them. Yeah. Next season. But, you know, the second game, right around my due date, so we can't even do it. Oh, that's right. Yeah, so the Atlanta, Atlanta's horrible, and they got rid of, mm-hmm. you know, the best player they on their team. They got freaking Marcus Mariota. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. What are they doing? Yes. So, uh, besides that, a number of things stood out to me. Uh, one, suck up. Missed a lot more field goals than I remember. Hmm. You know, yeah, he was not <laughs> solid. Hmm. <laughs> he was he, he he missed like like easy chip shot ones. You're like, oh man. Um, well, that's why we got rid of my gay. No, no. I mean, he couldn't make it between the forty and the fifty. Yes. Uh, players who really stood out, who you know th- throughout the whole season, the number one on defense was Sue. He every game he was there, he was a playmaker. You know, and again, I mean, I've said this before, he just doesn't make mistakes. You know, he's not getting pushed out of the way. He's not, you know, running the wrong way or falling down and uh, falling for some trickery. Right. You know, he's a, a very solid player again and you know I'm telling you, I hope this Akeem Hicks can at least at least bring something equivalent, you know, because I, I think I think Sue missing Sue is going to be bigger than everybody's expecting. Uh, Mike Edwards, Mike Edwards was just everywhere. I love him. Yeah, I know. I mean, well, like he a, had like three interceptions, four interceptions, in two one in one game. game. Yeah, yeah. He had two pick sixes in one game <laughs> against Atlanta, and he's. He just seems to be around the ball all the time. And that brings me to another guy, Winfield. Mm. Winfield is just amazing. That guy, probably the best person we've drafted besides Vita, you know, since Light's been here. I mean, he's a diamond in the rough. I don't know how everybody else missed on him, but Winfield is just outstanding. Didn't we get him in like the second? Like yeah, second steal. or third. I mean, it was like, yeah. it was way too late. He should have been a first mm-hmm. rounder. Mm. He's just great. Uh, but on offense, Mike Evans, beyond a shadow of a doubt, it is amazing. He's he's not flashy. 
Mm-mm. You know, he doesn't get a whole lot of yards after the catch. You know, it's basically just throw the ball, catch it, fall down. Throw the ball, catch it, tackle. <laughs> throw the ball, catch it, out of bounds. Yeah. You know, so it, I don't know. I think fans, you know, there's not a whole lot of like really highlight stuff there. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it doesn't get chopped up and shown on the NFL network and everything. So a lot of, a lot of people in the NFL, they know of Mike Evans and they've heard of his stats and everything, but they just don't, man. Every single game, it's just like, you know, 15-yard pass here, 20-yard pass here, 30-yard pass here. Uh, just all game. All game. I mean, he he just doesn't have bad games that much. And, you know, he's just – he's an amazing player. Amazing. And some of his catches were just incredible. And he had some really, really good games too. Uh, Gronk. You know, I had him listed as a key player that really stood out. Yeah, we just leaned on him a lot. Mm-hmm. You know, it seems like Gronk was the, if Mike Evans wasn't open, Godwin wasn't open, throw it to Gronk. And then we had plays that were specifically designed for Gronk. But just in the blocking game, you know, he was so, so important in that. I think he's Tom Brady's crutch, too. Yeah. Yeah. Like they're so comfortable with each other, it's just easy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he doesn't drop the ball a whole lot. Mm-mm. And he had a couple games where he didn't perform too well. You know, he dropped passes, but a lot of times, you know, he made some good catches. But his thing again is just, you know, when he catches the ball, he's getting another ten yards, mm-hmm. and there's no getting around that. You got to bring three guys. You got to. I can't tell you how many times you saw one guy just hanging on him, <laughs> and him just walking him down the field. Him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, just wait for the other guys to come gang up on him. Uh, but then Godwin, man, mm-hmm. Godwin, when he got hurt, you just noticed it on the field. You know, for the for the rest of the season, it was just like, I mean, Sour Grayson and Johnson, they stepped up. Uh, matter of fact, Sour Grayson won a game for us. He was just really, yeah, really good. Uh, written it down. You know, these guys stepped up, and on any other team, uh, the Jets game, week seventeen. That was Sour Grayson that won us that game. Uh, on any other team, these guys would be starters, mm-hmm. you know. And you know they they do good when you put them in, but they're not Godwin, Gronkowski, or Mike mm-hmm. Evans. Antonio Brown, he didn't really do a whole lot for us last year. He had two good games: one, the Miami game, and then the Dallas game, Week One. He, you know, he kind of popped in those two games. Other than that, you know, he wasn't much of a factor. It didn't didn't really hurt us to lose him that much. Uh, but then you've got the backups that I said, you know, like mo- I said that a lot last year, that most of our backups could be starters on any other team. Uh, Desir, he mm-hmm. played great when he was in there. Cockrell, I mean, outstanding stuff. I mean, mm-hmm. these guys were flying all over the field, batting balls down, getting interceptions, making great tackles. Uh, Nelson, I mean, Nelson doesn't get a whole lot of playing time. I mean, yeah. he plays – Maybe twenty percent of the snaps. He's very effective when yeah, he's in there. Very effective when he's in there. Same with Nacho. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, these guys would be starters on any other team. Uh, but then some of the bad stuff is our tackling. You know, and I bitched about that. I bitched. I've been bitching about that for what three years now. Just don't like our tackling. How long and have it, we been doing a podcast? <laughs> yeah, true. 
It's not that ever since we've been doing this podcast. I've been complaining about it. But there's there was not one single big hit tackle all season. Not one. But don't you feel like that's kind of endemic of the NFL? Yes, it's definitely so few teams. Yeah, yeah. It it definitely is a a thing they're cutting out and all that good stuff. But it's you know, it seems like there's always, you know, every week on every team, there's at least one good hit, you know, one good solid tackle, you know, where you decleat the guy. We didn't have any, none. I mean, the ones, the only ones that you could, I would even consider good, solid hit tackles would be, we'd get on the quarterback, you know, like Golston or Nelson or Sue or Vita would bust through the line and get a good hit on the quarterback. That's it. You know, all, all of our other tackles are arm tackles or, you know, these alligator rolls and, you know, it's just like, oh. And because of that, we miss a lot of tackles. Just not just not a big fan of our tackling. So one thing I do not like about Bowles and his system is they just don't emphasize tackling enough. Although he did say this year that tackling was their biggest issue. He said that uh, in a press conference a couple weeks ago. And I was like, yes, <laughs> yes. He's done an interview uh, like a 40 minute sit down with Joe Bucks fan. You know, listen to that one. Mm-hmm. Uh, our kick and punt returns were horrible, especially mm-hmm. our kick returns. Just that's been a problem for years. Mm-hmm. I feel like who was the yeah. last good returner we have. Can you name them? No, me neither. Yeah. Uh, you know, our blocking was a lot better, but just our runners are just not doing anything back there. It's like they're scared to come out. That's how I feel. They're thinking too hard or something. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, yards after the catch, not a big thing with us and our, with our receivers. You know, uh, Godwin's probably the best at that. But still not, you know, he's not uh, Tyreek Hill. Uh, uh, I'm going to say this. All the networks, it was, it was CBS, NBC, and Fox. All of them suck. You know, replay-wise, man, I would get so aggravated because, you know, it'd be a good play, and I'd be like, ooh, I can't wait to see the replay for this. And they'd show, like, somebody standing on the sideline, just standing there, you know? Now, we, we, me and you complain about this all the time. Yeah. But I was just like, ha, ah. mm-hmm. Especially on defense. So, you know, when the defense makes a good play, mm-hmm. they just go, meh. Let's show, somebody, let's show somebody in the huddle, right. you know, zoom in on their face or something. You're like, what? <laughs> Uh, but yeah, just way too much time spent on dudes standing around, and I didn't time it. But next time I'm going to do it. I'm going to I'm going to time how much time is wasted showing people just standing there. Uh, and uh, they're they're constantly zooming in. They zoom right in on these guys just mm-hmm. standing there. You're like, how 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 close do you need to get to somebody? Uh, but they'll they'll like like a guy will make a play and he'll go to do a celebration. And instead of showing like the whole celebration, they'll zoom in on his face, you know, and he's out there dancing or, you know, doing some type of crazy celebration and they zoom in on his face and you're like, you're wanting to see the moves. I'm wanting to see the moves. <laughs> you know, the guy practiced that for weeks. <laughs> he's uh, probably mad. He was, he was telling his mama the whole time before the game. Mom, watch me. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and his teammates, you know, the teammates usually run out there and help him mm-hmm. celebrate and everything. You don't get to see that because they're zooming in on some dude's face. 
Exactly. Uh, 25 seconds total all season long. That's how much they showed the cheerleaders. 25 seconds. A travesty. Travesty, man. These girls work hard. Girls and guys. Uh, four minutes and 44 seconds of crowd shots. <laughs> uh, two the minutes. The whole and, season? Yes. That's a two, lot less than I thought it would be. Yeah. Two minutes and 18 seconds of stadium shots, you know, where they do like shots of the stadium overhead or whatnot. So that's what I took away from rewatching all those games. It was fun. You know, I really needed it because mm-hmm. there hasn't been hardly any football news. You know, it was, it was weird. It was like at the beginning of free agency, it was like all this stuff. And mm-hmm. then ever since, it's just been kind of bleh. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. And the stuff that's coming out is not good news. Like the Deshaun Watson stuff? That, like Sue. I don't know. The Deshaun Watson stuff makes me laugh. So Yeah. Like they're having a hearing today, so we're we're anxiously awaiting to see how long the suspension is going to be. But it may continue tomorrow. Yeah, it probably will. I I've looked on Twitter, I didn't see anything, so I don't it's going to be it's... a year, at least. They're talking about it's going to be indefinite, but you know, minimum for a year. The Browns, Browns. paid all that money. Browns, man, and they can't get out of it. And then they soured their relationship with their. Baker Mayfield, like door number two. He's like, I don't want to play for them. I'm sure they can get out of the Deshaun Watson contract, conduct unbecoming or something like that. Yeah, there's got to be. There's no way they're going to pay that guy a quarter of a billion dollars to not play for him. (laughs) I don't know. Uh, Jordan Whitehead had an interview with Sports Illustrated and he said he felt underutilized by the Buccaneers. He was mm. he didn't like being pulled off the field so much. I will agree with that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's but it's not just him. His yeah. Bowles does that with everybody. The only guys that stay on the field are Devin White, uh uh Levante David and Winfield. Those are the only three guys that are on the field all the time on defense. Mm. Everybody else gets swapped in, rotated. You know and he they used to do this a lot in the red zone is they would pull Vita and Sue out and put in Nacho and Goldston and, you know, the the kind of faster guys. I did not like that. And I'm sure that bothered Sue and Vita. You know, you're like, hey, I want to stop this score. Mm-hmm. And you're pulling them out. But, yeah, on third downs a lot, Whitehead would get pulled out. Mm-hmm. And uh, he didn't like that. I don't blame him. Yeah, yeah I a, agree. He's a baller. I think so, too. Yeah. Oh, I wanted to apologize. Watching this, the uh, full season, I actually took clips. I started making clips of every time they showed the coaches on the sideline, Todd Balls or Bruce Arians, and seeing if Jajardafar. Merrill. Merrill. I'm just going to. I like saying Jajardafar. Jajardafar. Uh, you know, Meryl in the background. She was always right there. And it was a lot. I mean, I started keeping these clips. But then I noticed she's not just in those clips. She's all over the place. And I think we have a diamond in the rough here. And I want to apologize because, you know, I think that she, I thought it was a marketing thing. You yeah. Know what they were doing? No, I think she is just like super into this team. You well, know? if you've seen interviews with her, like she does not like the camera. Does not. Yeah. She's not someone who wants to be like center of attention. Right. 
Yes, you know that's so you, when you put it all together, you go, yeah, she's not trying to get in front of the camera, mm-hmm. and it's not the cameras going, hey, get this shot because or somebody Jadar's in the organization or the NFL right. or whatever. Right. It it was just so weird that you know she was always. I mean, look at uh, who's our defensive line coach. The the female, what's her name? Um, Low Locust. Yeah, Low Locust. Have you ever seen her? No. On the sideline, right? Never. So why are we seeing the yeah. The the strength and conditioning coach yeah. <laughs> all the time, but no, she's when players celebrate, she's over there with them. <laughs> That's so cool. Yes, when they do good, she's over there high fiving them. Uh, you know, it, it's just cool. she's all over the place. Yeah, and uh, she stands by the coaches because she's just so into the game and oh. following it. And yeah, <laughs> That's cool. So well, she got promoted, so I wonder right. if she'll even still be out there. Yes. I mean, she's like, hey, That's, what is. Right. And I want to see that. And, you know, the, the women are, are masters at social networks. I mean, yeah. be, just being social. Uh, you know, the Rosa Parks, that was her thing. That's the reason why that all happened is because she had she was just so she had so many friends and so many different networks. Why people were outraged. Yes. Because she wasn't the first one to, you know, do that. Mm-hmm. But it was because she was just so socially connected that uh, it, it caused a huge disturbance. Uh, that's how I feel with this Jadardafar, Meryl. Uh, she just seems to really be into everybody on this team, the coaches, the players, you know. And when you got somebody like that, it means a lot. Mm-hmm. You know, somebody cares about you. You're not just a, a number, you know. Wow, Ralph, I didn't even know this was coming. Yeah. Interesting. Um, Gerald McCoy... Has been all over the media lately. Oh, he has. Yeah, he's on all the football shows. He's doing, he's doing podcasts and NFL Network. Uh, he was on uh, Colin Howard, The Herd, mm. uh, all kinds of stuff. Colin Coward. Colin Coward. What did I say? Colin Howard. Yeah. yeah. We like the name Howard today. I call Jonathan yeah. Taylor. Jonathan <laughs> uh, and and you know we spoke about this when he retired or when he was like, yeah you know back. Years ago, we were like, oh, he's going to be in the media. Yeah. You know, I mean, he's made for this But I stuff. feel like he's late to the party. I feel like the whole sports media apparatus is just getting flooded mm. with former yeah. players, especially there's quite a few that have very successful podcasts. Mm-hmm. You know, Pat McAfee for yeah. one, but yeah. there's some others. Uh, Brandon quite Marshall is on one. Yeah, there's mm-hmm. quite a few. And I'm like, Gerald, you missed the bandwagon. Like, he was made for podcasting. I don't know why mm-hmm. he didn't already do one. Yeah, it, it, he has been very slow. And I think mm-hmm. he's trying to get, you know, the, the bigger studio. You know, he wants to be on the NFL Network, ESPN Maybe. or something like that. I think he's really Maybe shooting he's for just taking time off. Could be. I, I mean, he hasn't announced a retirement. He's no. probably still saying he's wanting to play. Uh, but he did say he was on the NFL channel, and he was on there with six other talking heads. God, I hate that. <laughs> he just got 20 people on there all chattering over each other. Mm-hmm. Uh, nobody needs that many people on a show. Uh, but he said that he paid $250,000 for number 93 when he went to the Panthers. Uh, that was Kyle Love that had... Number 93. So he paid Kyle Lowe a quarter of a million dollars for the number 93. And, you know, he only played there one year, mm-hmm. 2019. 
Uh, he didn't sign with the Cowboys in 2020, but never played a single snap with them. He got hurt during the season, the preseason uh, practice in uh, August. Uh, quadricep tear. Uh, then he signed with the Raiders last year. Oh, he did? Yeah. He suffered a knee injury nine snaps into the first game. Oh, God. Yeah. And it was season ending. That's when you just got to listen to your body. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, he's always injury prone. But, uh, so he's played nine snaps in two years. I think, I think he needs to go into the media. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, but he did say when, when he was on the herd, uh, the, the topic came up with uh, player empowerment and General McCoy, uh, as far as personnel, uh, having input on personnel, McCoy was all for it, of course. And he said that the Bucks regularly sought his opinion on personnel. He said, when I was with the Bucks, when we would bring people in, the GM would call me and he said, hey, we're thinking about getting this guy. We're thinking about getting this guy. We're thinking about drafting this guy. And McCoy would reply, yeah, I like him. Yeah, I don't know. I like him. I think you should just do that with our guys. They've earned the right. You know, so he thinks that players should have more input on, you know, drafting. And like I said, I don't know if I'm a big fan, but, you know. But well, I will say this about Jerry McCoy. You know, he has a tendency to to say these yarns. He did it with uh, Shiano, you know, when mm-hmm. he said that he, I think it was after the Seattle game, and everybody was talking about the stunts, you know, which was the most ridiculous thing I'd ever heard. You know, everybody was complaining about all the stunts the defensive line was doing. And Jerry McCoy said that he talked to Shiano after the game or the, before the next game, and Shiano agreed that they would do less stunts. They didn't. So, you know, I, I don't know if Darren McCoy was just, you know, kind of riffing there or whatever, but they did not change their stunning at all. And, you know, it was it was dumb with the Shiano thing because they, you know, Darren McCoy has done stunts his whole career. And, uh, you know, he never stopped doing them after Shiano was gone, you know. Jerry McCoy loves his stunts. And he's good at him. He's fast and he's very light on his feet. So that's what you well, need. Well, this whole thing is kind of silly because haven't we always heard that's been one of the biggest defenses of Gerald McCoy is they didn't have any talent around him. <laughs> he's the <laughs> one bringing he's in taking, the talent. He's, he's taking, taking credit. credit for... Yeah, for that talent. Ooh. I didn't think about that. He should have kept his mouth shut. Should've, yeah, should've, <laughs> he should have been like, they should have asked me who I wanted. <laughs> I would have said none of those guys. Yeah. I would have picked Adrian Peterson and DeAndre Hopkins. Oh, man. I've got a bunch more other stuff on here, but we are running out of time. Okay. I just have a couple of quick things. Uh, So training camp was announced to start July 27th, so less than a month. And um, 12 practices are going to be open but only to season ticket members, stadium yes. club members, and other fan groups. So. Yeah, whatever that means, other fan groups. Yeah, not a big fan of that at all. Yeah. And that was funny because I had written, you know, that's kind of doing a little research story thing here about is the NFL becoming a sport for the elites? Mm-hmm. You know, I, we brought it up during the, the pandemic, how it, I did not like how, you know, 
they, they were playing and there were shots in the crowd and you could see people and there were like people were taking pictures of themselves in these empty stadiums sitting there watching the game and you know there's these celebrities were there you know they were doing it and you're like yeah it doesn't sit right with me uh, uh stadiums are becoming like these new stadiums like sofi stadium i mean it's like suites they've got all these suites and you mm-hmm. you know you're like wait a minute what's going on here and you know you saw during the uh the the super bowl and even during the regular season, you know, all these celebrities are there, you know, and you're just like, hmm. I remember you used to be able to go watch a game, go get a ticket, $35, whatever, go in, you know. I mean, hot dogs and drinks were always expensive and everything, but you could just go in and get tickets cheap, you know. It was a family thing. Now, good Lord, it costs hundreds of dollars mm-hmm. for the nosebleeds. Mm-hmm. I don't know what's going on. I mean, it's impossible to get Super Bowl tickets. Yeah. You know, you have to be well-connected. Yeah. Well, I look forward to that story. We'll cover that next time. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, That's about all I got on that right now. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, we're going to have our joint practices with the Dolphins are in Tampa, August 10th and 11th. So we got that, which somebody brought up. We can get a race between Scotty Miller and Tyreek Hill. Oh, we <laughs> finally who's it. faster. Yeah. yeah. Well, I heard Tyreek Hill loves to race anybody. Oh, he does? Yeah. Oh, cool. So Let's be. see it, Scotty. Okay, that's all I got. Uh, we had some uh, off-season punishment for workout rule violations this year. Uh, Texans coach Lovey Smith, of course, was fined $50,000 due to prohibited one-on-one offensive defensive line drills. And then the Commanders, what is up with that team? They're just, I don't know, man. They're the target. Well, you know, Ron Rivera fined Jack Del Rio $100,000 for saying some crap about January 6th. And then... Ron Rivera turns around and he gets fined a hundred thousand dollars by the league for and they lost two twenty twenty three OTA practices due to excessive contact in practice drills. <laughs> so Wow. You're like, what what is it with that team, man? Oof. I'm uh, glad it's not my team. Yeah, right. We 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 don't need those days back. Mm-mm. Uh, Grant Stewart, linebacker, he had off-season surgery, and it was I was watching the uh, OTAs and stuff that the Buccaneers were putting on their on the website, and I kept asking. I was like, "Where's Grant Stewart? I'm not. I haven't seen him yet." You know, they were showing all the linebacker drills and stuff like that, and I was like, "I don't see Grant Stewart." Then it comes out he had off-season surgery, and he was out for OTAs, and he's going to be out for minicamp, or he was out for minicamp. What kind of surgery? Uh, I want to say shoulder. Mm. That's a little scary with a guy that young. Yeah, already yeah. having surgery. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm not real happy with the training camp being not open to the public. I think that's not a good move. But then again, you know, they might be protecting Brady. I think that's what it is. Yeah. I think they see it as a, you know, Brady brings – he's a moneymaker for the team and – um, so they just can't, I mean, everyone would be there. I mean, it would be absolutely packed. Mm-hmm. I'd go yeah. down there. 
I'd be down there. Yeah, you you want it. I mean, this might this most likely is going to be Tom Brady's last season. Yeah, everybody's going to want to get autographs yeah. and. And yeah. I think that's why you just can't have everybody. Yeah. Hopefully that's it. Hopefully, I just don't want to see this league turn into a, you know, mm. only for the special people. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it was hip surgery, not shoulder surgery. Okay. That Grant Stewart yeah. had. Yeah. All right. I think that about covers it all. Uh, we are going to see what the uh, verdict is on the Deshaun Watson thing. We've been sitting here waiting for it to see if it would come up, but it looks like they're going to uh, postpone it till tomorrow at least. Uh, you know, he did settle with 20 of the 24 uh, women involved, and now the lawyer for the women are su- is suing the Houston Texans, saying that they knew about it, yeah, they, they like were, enabled him. They gave him rooms and, <laughs> and gave him NDAs to sign. For the whole, the, yeah, the whole thing's weird. Seuss. It is all weird. weird. It's all weird. I just think the Browns are stupid for sending <laughs> spending that much on a <laughs> Like I think that they deserve what comes to them. Yeah. And I'm just laughing at everyone who wanted to sign the Deshaun Watson. Deshaun, yeah. Like. Who did not see this? We all knew, like the Browns. We all knew this was a possibility before any team signed it. Very like, large hey, there's probably going to be a suspension this yeah. year. So the Browns, I mean, what a gamble! And yeah. it's just going to blow up in their freaking faces. I mean, you screw over your existing quarterback, and then you don't even have one. You don't have a starting caliber. Yeah. Wow. Yep. Not, I don't know. It's the Browns for you, though. Typical. I really thought that they had turned around in the last few years. I did, too. <sighs> Whatever. At least it's not us. Yeah. Yes. Thank God. All right. Anything else? That's it. All right. Guys, that's going to wrap it up for us. Uh, hang in there. Mini camp or uh, training camp coming up. That's when things start to gear up and go. July 27th. Uh, we still got another month. Uh, it's not that bad, though. And then um, right after that, we get preseason. Mm-hmm. It's only three games this year, preseason. Okay. Like last year. All right. Yeah. Well, I'll suffer through. Yeah. We're not going to see a whole lot of our starters in that, Mm-mm. for sure. All three games, I'm pretty sure. Uh, all right. Football's almost here, man. Almost here. Uh, and if you got Game Pass or whatever, go and check out the last season. It's fun. There's just so much stuff you forget. You know, like Vita getting his tooth knocked out. <laughs> you know, I, I forgot like, about oh, that. Yeah. I forget about everything. Even midway through the season, I'm like, can we play week one? Yeah, yeah. Normally, like by the next week, I've forgotten. Yeah, they all run together. Yeah. It takes about it takes me about like four or five weeks for me to forget yes that's about my capacity but yeah a lot of a lot of interesting stuff happened last year fun fun stuff all right guys that's gonna wrap it up for us till next time go bucks